Hi, everybody. Welcome to Mystery Outsiders and Abs. I'm Kevin Weir. I'm Aaron Weir. And, and we introduced ourselves. Yes, we did. We also, <laughs> we also, uh, we also just watched uh, Riverdale. Yeah. Yeah. We're like responsible podcast Well, except for, the fact, except for the fact it's Sunday night right now. This goes up tomorrow morning. It is Sunday at um, 8.37. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's... Uh, <laughs> It's like, late. Well, it's later. Yeah, yeah. But uh, we're going to do this. We are going to yeah. try to, like I said, be responsible podcast hosts and yeah. like do. Hey, all it took was thirteen thing. episodes. But you know what? We started introducing ourselves more, so we're just like ramping our way up to professionalism, <laughs> awesome. maturity, good work that people like to listen to. <laughs> yeah, all those things. All those, all things, those things. All right. Okay. All right. Then let's. Uh, Skin the episode. Yeah, I don't think we have any banter. No, no, I think we're I think we're good. I think we can just get right into it. All right, so this is uh, episode ten, the long weekend. The lost weekend. Lost. Previously on Moa, uh, we watched Riverdale. We learned that our joy must quickly come to an end at all times because Archie and Valerie broke up for, like, no reason whatsoever. Um, I became continually convinced that Ethel is up to no good. Uh, Veronica tried to deal with a serious situation with a bad plan, as per usual. And we learned that no one can have pearl necklaces because you just want to rip them off dramatically in the bathroom. It, I gotta admit, like... When I first saw the pearl necklace, I'm like, at some point in this series, it's going to break. Either she's going to tear it or someone else is going to tear it. And we're going to have that shot of all the pearls bouncing off of the ground. Because every time there's a pearl necklace in any movie ever. It's going to break. Think about Batman. Like, the, <laughs> the thing they always have is the pearl necklace breaks and just bounces off the ground. It's like Chekhov's gun. But it's Mama Batman's pearl necklace. <laughs> Martha. Martha Batman. Martha. Martha Batman. Because she has the same name as Superman's mom. Remember that? <laughs> remember that all right <laughs> and i love superhero origin things which is why i like this because as you guys may or may not know this is the rise of robo archie there's a lot of things that arise like like i would not be surprised if the series ended with all of them becoming some form of hero anti-hero or villain agreed uh but, but we get another uh voiceover by Jughead, which might be one of the weirdest ones yet. It's super, super dramatic. And we actually see him writing the voiceover, which we don't see very often yeah. anymore. He's sitting in Pop Tates with a burger next to him. Yeah. Because obviously the creators of the show have felt the lack of Jughead burgers. <laughs> and he talks about control versus chaos. And weekdays. And, and like we- routine. Yeah. But also how you need to break away from that. And then they keep cutting to scenes of a party. Yeah. Like the weirdest party ever. Real teen party. (laughs) But just beer sloshing all over the place. And by the way, they were trying to go for like a real debauchery thing. So in one of the scenes, Archie's wearing no shirt. And there's a guy wearing a A Bojack. Yeah, a pig mask and a Bojack horseman mask. Yeah. Which they do not follow up on. When we get to the actual party... We yeah. did not see those masks. Yeah, spoiler alert. This thing kind of, like, the par- party kind of happens. But the party, we do not get as many, like, of those crazy shots as we think we would. Yeah, the party's not nearly as chaos as expected. Yeah, no, it's, I mean, to be fair, we spent a lot of it with sad people. But, no, he talks about, like, people 
going to school. We see him in a class for the first time ever. Yeah. yeah. We see a cheerleader practice. So remember last episode when I was like, remember how Betty and Veronica were vixens? Oh, yeah, no. They're vixens yeah, again. Yeah, they're vixens again in this episode. But the point and what this episode essentially ends up being, the the, the bracketing story, is that it's Jughead's birthday. It's Jughead's birthday, which yeah. only Archie knows. Well, um, Luke Perry Andrews knows as well. Oh, yes, that's true. Um, Because he's like, hey, sorry, I'm not going to be here for your birthday, Jughead. And Jughead's like, I hate my birthday. I'm an angsty teen. <laughs> to be fair, he, he later brings up, like, a reasonable reason. Yes, it's yeah. true. But he's like, he's playing video games and Archie's doing something else. Archie's <laughs> just sitting on his bed. Yeah. And uh, he's, and we, we get the fact that Fred's going out of town. Yeah. And then he asks Archie to follow him downstairs. He's going to have a little talk. And the reason that he's going out of town is to sign the divorce papers. Yeah. Which Archie cannot comprehend. Or as Archie says, finalize things in such a final way. (laughs) And the thing, we do find out in the scene that Mama Andrews has been gone. Two years. Two years. Two years. And like, I get it. He's a teenager. And I mean, we don't have divorced parents, so I don't know. But like, you think he would have started processing this at some point. Well, that would have made him. He's he's only like 13. Yeah. He was 13 when she left. He he probably wasn't even hot. He hopefully wasn't hot. <laughs> he was a kid. <laughs> now he's a man. <laughs> he was a robo boy and now he's a robo man. <laughs> but he he thinks that, you know, they don't have to finalize this. Why now? Why this moment? Yeah, why, why do you got to do it now? It's been two years. <laughs> Look, it's just like, because... Well, it's time. Well, I, I figure it's probably, probably that Luke Perry Andrews is like, Look, I, uh, I dated Hermione for a while. I'm probably ready to date some people. I should maybe be divorced. And I should probably try to meet some people who aren't crazy because every person in this town is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> maybe he's hoping by going to, like, sign the divorce papers, he'll also meet, like, a normal woman who lives in the big city. <laughs> who will go – well, he doesn't want to who live Riverdale. Who will Riverdale. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But he's like, there's no normal in Riverdale, so right. – Then we move on to uh, Veronica's storyline, which, f- which I finally feel like has something in it. It does. Yeah. Although it's still based on insanity because – the crux of her storyline this episode is that she doesn't want to give a statement. Yeah, so I but, thought her thing was last episode that she was going to testify against him. Yeah, but she just doesn't no, no, want she to just give not, a statement at all. She's going to the Veronica thing, which means she does nothing. Exactly. <laughs> and I'm like, Veronica, you are 16. I don't, 15. I don't think you have a choice. Yeah, no, you... <laughs> like... I mean, I think, I don't think they can actually force a minor onto the stand. But I think her, like, because they're not asking her to recount a traumatic experience. No, they just want her to talk about, like... Her father. Yeah, like, what, what it's a, like to have a dad. She'll be a character witness. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it makes sense. You got a guy in jail. You bring up his kid. Mm-hmm. She talks for a little bit, and everyone's like, oh. And, I mean, Veronica does love speeches. Yeah, but she doesn't want to talk. Um, no. um Then we have a very important tiny scene, which takes place in the student lounge, because all important conversations happen in the student lounge, yeah. where Veronica is told by Archie... That the Blossoms put her dad in jail. Yeah, this entire this entire episode is information being given, given around. To the characters who yeah, need it. it. It is, like, this episode is 44-ish minutes long. It's about 20 minutes of, like, now here's something that nobody knew that it's time to explain. <laughs> and you're like, well, I mean, I knew that. But yeah. I'm glad that you're showing me that you're telling other people that. No, yeah, it's, it's good. It's a lot of the episode. But it's good. No, it's good. It's good we know what's going on. Uh, yeah, um, more stuff about Jughead's birthday follows. I'm still not sure, 
like I said before, I don't know how Betty doesn't know that it's Jughead's birthday because it's implied that they've all been friends since childhood. But they also mentioned that Jughead has never had a birthday. Yeah, but like when you're in elementary school, I, but they I, force you to do stuff for your birthday in elementary school. There's like a chart on the wall with everyone's birthdays. Yeah, I I, I can imagine that like as they as got older, she forgot. Yeah, because like he hasn't done it for a while, and like and honestly, probably before that moment, she wasn't like super into Jughead. But he was. He said that all he wanted for his birthday was the four of them at Pop I know. I think he. Would been, I don't know who the fourth is. I think he would have been fine with the four of them. I think he was including Veronica because he's like she's gonna be there. <laughs> oh, that's fair. We can't. We can't stop her. <laughs> either that just or gonna show up. Either that or Jughead has become very very quick friends with Ethel, which I'd also be fine. Which with. is possible. She does give him the cake. Uh, okay, we're skipping ahead. I, I do want to mention that uh, <laughs> that uh, <laughs> Miss Betty Cooper, book uh, book nerd, has the has the stupidest line ever. So Archie's like, "Oh, we're like the three musketeers," and she goes, "There were four musketeers." In the most con, she's like, "Archie, there are four musketeers." I'm like, yeah, but the book was called the Three. Mus- Look, we all know D'Artagnan. D'Artagnan becomes a musketeer. Yeah, at the end but of the, the book. The book is about him. What she's implying, though, is she's going to go bully FP into yeah. celebrating his no, son's no. Birthday. This, this, this is an awkward. <laughs> this is an awkward transition to the next scene. Be like. I, here's the thing. When she said four musketeers, I'm like, who? Val? Is she talking about Val? <laughs> Does she not know that they broke up? Is she talking about Veronica? Yeah. What? Like, like, who's she talking? Who's the fourth musketeer? Why is it FP? <laughs> Turns out it's Jughead's dad. Yeah, who always looks like he's just done crying. <laughs> like, like Skeet, <laughs> Skeet always, always looks like he just finished crying. He's been sobbing in the corner and now. Inconsolably. <laughs> and then he's like, all right, I'm ready for the scene now. <laughs> Are you okay, Skeet? I'm just thinking. I'm just, I'm just really happy to be on this TV show, guys. <laughs> I'm just, I'm real glad to be working again. Yeah, like, <laughs> here's the thing. They never, they only say he's a drinker, but he looks like he's on, like, heroin. <laughs> he looks real strung out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or, or just really sad. <laughs> Maybe both. He's really into Mizaki movies. He just, <laughs> he, he just watched Spirited Away. He was like, oh, those little girls, they achieve so much. <laughs> How have I achieved nothing? Uh, but this, um, this is, so for the first time ever, Betty brings up a party rather, I mean, Veronica yes, hooks on immediately. But Betty has the bad idea. Like, like, to, to be fair, I would not say this is a bad idea. It is an ill uh, thought out idea. All she wants to do is have a teeny tiny party for Jughead. Yeah. Like if. It has eight people at it. Yeah, which honestly, I think might have worked out. I think he would have been a little mopey for a while, but then yeah. he would have eaten that hamburger cake and he would have been happy. Yeah. And they would have watched a bunch of very pretentious movies. I want to say that, like, it's amazing everyone's disregard for Archie being like, guys, he doesn't want this. I'm like, no, no, Archie, don't worry about it. You've known him since you were a child. I just moved to this town. I'm Veronica. Even Kevin's like, 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 um... Like, oh, no, everyone says that, but no one means it. And Archie's like, no. No, he means it. No, no, he it. means it. We tried to throw him once, and he became a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, that's the problem. People are like, oh, Archie doesn't understand how humans work. He cannot possibly give good advice on this. We, we keep on flipping back and forth. Do they know he's a robot? They know he's a robot. <laughs> they know he's a robot. Okay. Um, a lot of things happen during this lunch. Chuck is back at school. Yeah. it's been a week since and, he got suspended, I guess. Yeah, and, and throughout this episode, the actor who plays Chuck has a permanent hook in the side of their mouth <laughs> being pulled upwards because no one has ever smirked so naturally as that man has. He is just consistently smirking. Yeah. 
but when Betty sees him, she flashes back to herself being evil. Yeah, not to not, him. Not to what Chuck has done. She's like, oh no, my crimes, they're back. Yeah, no, she, she flashes back to her in like her black wig and like trying to drown him. And this is what this entire episode is about is that, that Betty is upset at Chuck because she was, she went dark Betty is what yeah. Chuck calls it. Yeah. Yeah, Chuck says dark Betty. I would call her Wig Betty, but that's neither here nor there. He's the dark you. He does. Like, Chuck is speaking in poetry. <laughs> um, so Chuck smugs on over to Ethel and is chatting with her, and Betty storms over and tries to shut it down. And I am still convinced that Ethel is up to something. Yeah, because Betty's like, like, Chuck. And Ethel's like, no, it's okay, Betty. And I'm like, we're she fine. Like, like, like she, she... <laughs> Maybe she's doing something. When it turns out that she is the mastermind behind all of this and she's been pulling the strings because she's a um, Dorian Gray and never ages, I will not be surprised. Wait, what? Why Dorian Gray? She's been pulling the strings since the Blossoms and the Coopers had their all all the way way back back. then. Ah. That would not surprise me in any way, shape, or form. (sighs) She just, she is up to something. I'm sure. I'm sure she is. <laughs> Maybe not, but I think she's up. I'm too. sure she is, Aaron. Um, and this is also the return of Betty's um, nervous tick, which we has not seen up until the moment. Yeah, we haven't seen despite, since episode one. Yeah, despite the fact that she has been through many times where you think she would do it. No, no, no. 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 Now it's back. <laughs> She pushes them right into her hand. Maybe we look to see who wrote the episodes. Like, maybe the same person wrote the first episode and this episode, because this episode yep. does move oddly quickly. And they were like, no, I established this, guys. Yeah. Guys, why didn't you do it during all the intervening episodes? I established a thing. It does make sense, because they are getting towards the end. It's time to bring back all the things everyone forgot about. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then she returns back to the other plot line, and Archie's on board. Yep. He's yep. been talked around. I assume, I assume it's like, if I'm there, no one will ruin anything. <laughs> I can do, I can do this. I can do this. I can help things. But unfortunately, he can't. He cannot do this. No. Because he's going to have too yeah. many emotions. But, uh, but no, they're going to have a party, and now we're like 10 for 10 on parties. You can't have an episode without a party. No. Ain't no Riverdale with a, uh, nope. Oh, no, you, you can do it. <laughs> no, can't. Yeah, ain't no Riverdale without a... <laughs> Was trying to do the S Club song, but it doesn't work. Right. Ain't no Riverdale like an what? No episode like a Riverdale episode because a Riverdale episode has a party. There you go. Oh no! I'll cut out everything before. It'll just be that, and no one will ever know. People will be so impressed with my S Club <laughs> quotation. They'll be like, "Hey, that woman just quoted S Club 7. Like, wow! Brown fifteen-year-old cultural reference landed. <laughs> Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> Sweet-ass club reference. Made a TV show. Thank you. Um, um, so, Betty continues trying to make Joan make um, FP be a father. Yep. Um, Meanwhile, she gets um, also some advice from her own mother on how to be a girlfriend, and it's bad advice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Miss Cooper's <laughs> advice is like, don't tell anyone about yourself ever. Keep your secrets close. Keep your enemies closer. Because it could go wrong. Um. So... I got really excited because I thought I figured something out. I don't know if I'm correct, though, because of stuff that we discovered later. Okay. But I suddenly became reasonably convinced that Alice Cooper did not have her abortion with Hal. She had her abortion before she started dating him and then told him about it. And he's shamed her about it since then. How she... No, she did... I know know it's different. Um, (laughs) She did say earlier that Hal made her 
have the abortion. (sighs) Anyway, I think what we find out from FP is what she was actually referring to when she was like, I told your father everything, and I wish I hadn't. (laughs) Yeah, and it's like, you should never tell everyone everything. You should never tell men the truth. (laughs) Don't lie. Lie to them. And Betty's like, um... Okay, and then Ms. Cooper puts a little bit of, like, plastication, plastication, pacification, plastication, she she plasticates her, she plasticates her, yeah, uh, by being like, but Jughead seems nice, great, (laughs) like, good, (laughs) solid, solid Ms. Cooper, even when Ms. Cooper's trying to be the good person, she can't, she's not a good person, she can't stop the crazy, (laughs) Because I feel like I feel like she's done a done a face turn, where like she's now she's like she's on the side. She comes yeah. to being like, hey, I can now be I can be your faculty advisor for this paper, which makes no sense. She doesn't work for the school, I but that's she does now. There, yep, <laughs> she does now. I mean, she was on she was on an actual paper. That's I, true. <laughs> but she went to Weatherby, who you know is is hard. Weatherby is hard, um, and was like, hey, I like to run the paper. And he's like, we have a paper, sure. <laughs> He's like, do I have to pay you? And she's like, no. We, you understand that we have like dead children and people being tortured in hot tubs, and she's like, yeah, I got better things to deal with. She's like, but that's why you need a paper. I don't care. All right, I'm just gonna go do the paper. Yeah, no, now, go Mr. do Weatherby. the paper. Great. <gasps> I, I'm sad we don't have more weather beat. I know we haven't seen him for a long time. <laughs> he's seen him for a long time because he's hard. He's a hard man. <laughs> Since the time that he like creeped up behind Archie, it was like Archie. I know you have secrets. <laughs> Ar- can I talk to you, Mister Andrews? <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. So Miss Cooper continues to be crazy. Yep. Yeah. We get a little bit of a Jughead and Archie bro time, which is cute. Yeah. 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 And then um, Veronica apparently figures out what the cops could not because she wears glasses. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's no one that's a real glasses, right? No, no. no those no. are her I'm investigating glasses. Yeah, either there's either either it's clear glass or no glass. I yeah. don't look close enough to see. But <laughs> Veronica does not need those glasses. And I kind of like, like it because I like that even <laughs> being like, well, it's time to do, do good stuff. First shopping trip. She's like, I need to look studious. Yeah, so she goes <laughs> to Go, Lens Crafters. Get some fake glasses. Just, then she goes down to the basement. Which apparently there's a basement. Because these are the old, this is an apartment building and yeah. these are the only people who live in this apartment I building. I think they have all the apartments. I think so too. There's the basement apartment, which is their storage. Because she put, brought, brings out files that have information from 75. Five years ago. And she discovers that the Blossoms have been paying the Lodges some sort of monthly stipend for 75 years. Yeah. I am troubled that no investigator has found this yet. I... I honestly feel like they have and no one cares because it doesn't change the fact that Hiram did his... Embezzlement. Embezzlement? Embezzlement? He did his rich white guy crime. He did his real white collar crime. Yeah, I said white guy crime. <laughs> we, have, <laughs> we have not seen Hiram. That's true. I get. I get. I guess. I assume he's he, a white guy. He could be. His, he could be Hispanic. Like, but I'm. Yeah? I'm thinking. Picturing Hiram from the comics. Yes, I'm picturing a very white haired, very statuesque. Maybe Victor Garber. Maybe. Maybe Victor Garber. I think that's who Hiram Lodge is. Okay. Do you know who Victor Garber is? No. No? No. Have you seen Legally Blonde, the movie? Yes. He's the uh, skeezy lawyer who hits on L. I have not seen it that closely. Have you seen Titanic? (laughs) 
Yes. He plays uh, Mr. Andrews, the guy you, who designed the ship. The only people I know from Titanic are Leonardo DiCaprio, Kate Winslet, and of course... Billy Zane. Billy Zane. Um, have you seen the show where oh. Jennifer Gardner... Stop! <laughs> stop! I don't know who he is. I'm going to look him up later. You'll be like, oh yes, that guy. Sure. Um... Hilariously, Hermione Lodge calls Clifford Blossom a wig-wearing monster. Yeah, which, which makes no sense. Because it doesn't look like he's wearing a wig. But it's so funny. <laughs> I'm just going to start calling people that. <laughs> That's going to be my new insult. Yeah, essentially. How dare you, you wig-wearing monster. So um, so uh, Miss Lodge jumps to the same co- possible conclusion that uh, <laughs> Betty and um, Jughead. Jughead did, which is that, well, if... If he helped, if um, Clifford helped um, put Hiram in jail, maybe Hiram killed Jason or was involved in killing Jason. And so she's like, no, you can't testify. They might think this as well. Yeah. And she's like, maybe we don't bring this to light because this is not a thing that will help your father. Yeah, it will do nothing. This will do nothing. Um, And then then she's like, and also don't hang out with the Blossoms, (laughs) including Cheryl. I'm like, that's a weird, oh, oh, we're we're moving to the next scene. Because uh, Cheryl and Veronica. This is the weirdest thing that's ever happened in the show. And I say that every single episode. But this is so weird. (laughs) Veronica decides she wants to take over the Vixens. Veronica is late to cheerleading practice. And Cheryl's like, now you don't know the the dance. You'll have to say the back. And Veronica's like, no, I don't want to be at the back. Guess what? I can dance. This is a democracy. And I'm like, but that's not... Uh, the team has a captain for a reason. The captain makes choices for the greater good of the team. Oh my god, so they have a dance-off. They have a dance fight! They have a dance fight! <laughs> they have fight. a dance fight! Which they sync up at one point, so I think they're doing a routine that already is there. And showing who can do it better? However, that's not how it works. That is not how it the works. Point of Because Veronica breaks from the routine and does something else that apparently impresses everyone. That's not the point of a routine. And that shows that she's a bad cheerleader because she can't move in sync with everyone else. Yeah. And also, Veronica, you weren't there for the rehearsal. Yeah, you screwed up, so you have to deal with the natural repercussions of your actions. Aaron, you do theater. I do do if theater. I was, let's, let's imagine I'm an actor. I'm coming up to you mm-hmm. and I'm late for rehearsal. Mm-hmm. And, and you're like... Kevin, you're late. And I'm like, hey, I don't care that I'm late. I'm going to be the director now. And I'm like, but Kevin, you don't know the blocking for the scene. Go but we have, a, but the cast here, this is a democracy. Let's have a director off. Like, Kevin, go talk to the stage manager. Get your blocking. Figure it out. <laughs> yeah, the point is that even now that Veronica's <laughs> quote unquote in charge of the Vixens... I don't think she's in charge. I think she just gets to be at the front in that one number. And she doesn't know the number. That's okay. All she has to do is sassy walk down the middle. She we already saw what happened when she true. was in She already before. was at the front enough. It's funny. Like, oh, like, of course that Cheryl would be at the front. Like, she wasn't at the front. The, the one of the routine we saw, Cheryl she was, was not, was at, not the at the front of it. And you know what? If she is at the front of every routine, she's the captain. She's the captain, yeah. If you want to be in the front of every routine, you need to run for the captain next year. It's like... <laughs> You, using once again an analogy is like being football, be doing football and being like, "Hey, why does he keep getting to throw the ball?" Well, well, be well, He's are a you quarterback? Keep, are you serious? <laughs> or it's like being in a musical and being like, "Um, excuse me, during anything goes, why is Reno Sweeney always at the front of this number?" Because like, Reno Sweeney's the lead, but I'm I gonna, would like to be at the front. I want to be Reno Sweeney. Let's have an act off. <laughs> <laughs> 
except, I think except that's the, what an audition is. Except for in the middle of an act off, you stop doing the lines and just start doing another monologue. And people are like, oh, I respect that. Clap, 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 clap. The scene was dumb and funny at the same time. And that's why we spend way too much time talking about it. No, the it. entire point of the scene is to make Cheryl angry at uh, Veronica. It's to make Cheryl want chaos. Yeah, no, Cheryl's... <laughs> Cheryl goes to Cheryl Chuck. forgets who her friends are again. Yeah, well, she fires them. Yeah. She's like, F you guys. Yeah. You didn't vote for me. Uh, yeah, and then we have uh, Archie and Luke Perry Andrews having a talk on the phone. Again? Yeah. And, talking uh, more about... Yeah, and <laughs> and Archie's sass is going through the roof. Because Luke Perry Andrews is like, I'm, like, I'm sorry, about, like I had to leave so fast. I'm sorry about like the way the talk went. And Archie is like, Well, you shut me down, not <laughs> the way you normally do. It's true. And then Luke Perry Andrews is like, I'm your father. I don't have to explain my decisions to you. <laughs> I only do it because we have a good relationship. No, stop wrecking our relationship while I eat this egg McMuffin in my car. <laughs> Drunk. I'm pretty sure. My car truck. My car truck. I'm like, he was in in front of like a construction site. I don't know what was going on. Well, well, well because they couldn't have the meeting that day. Right. So, so he was a... just hanging out. Eating so egg uh, yeah, I guess he's just hanging site. out in the city for the night. Get eating a hotel. E- eating egg muffins. Get a hotel, Fred Perry. Yeah. Well, well, well Archie's upset because, like, oh, the only way you can talk is with, like, lawyers there. And I'm like, they're going through a divorce proceeding. That's yeah. not uncommon. Yeah. Archie, you need to use teen sleuthster and look up how divorce works. <laughs> no, no, it's sleuthster, not teen sleuthster. That's diff- That's a different site. It's not teen sleuthster. No, it's sleuthster. Oh. <laughs> Why would there be a search engine just for teens? I don't know, like teen Google. No, it's Wait, would teen, teen sleuthster for teens to use or to look up teens? Because both ways, that's weird. It's for teens to use for their teen <laughs> detecting. <laughs> I have teen mystery questions to ask. What service should I use? <laughs> well, let me tell you, young man. Teen sleuthster, sleuthster is the uh, search engine for the teen on the go. Why are you in my house? Also, you don't know your lines very well. <laughs> uh, it's my first day. <laughs> As a guy who invades houses and makes people use teen sleuthster. Exactly. It's not a lucrative career. But Archie's mad at his dad, which means he initiates teen protocol. <laughs> time for chaos. For like time for bourbon. Yeah, for like the first time in the series, teens really are a drink. Yeah, really, the teens are acting like teenagers. Yeah, because um, Archie's like, oh, I'm upset my dad. So he wanders over and opens up. <laughs> a super fancy liquor cabinet. Oh, yeah. And just takes a ball and looks at it and is like, what will this do to me? <laughs> I've never, I've never drinking before. Time to investigate. All right, time to figure it out. And he figures it out hard. Yeah, because he's drinking maple syrup bourbon. Yeah. And that is a bad choice. Uh, this is the scene we were talking about earlier where Cheryl uh, decides, <laughs> Cheryl talks off screen <laughs> Uh, to do, like, dramatic reveal of who she's talking to. Uh, yeah. So we're just kind of, like, weird because it goes on for just too long. A little bit too long. Yeah. But she's like, hey, we both hate Betty and Veronica, and now I hate Betty and Veronica. And now- also Archie. They're yeah. all going to be in the same place at the same time. Let's have chaos. I, you don't understand how much my mind, I, my mind is fracturing right now. Please help me. <laughs> help. Help. And then Chuck just smug faces right back at her. Yeah, the, yeah, the hook around Chuck's uh, lip just like lifts, lifts up even higher. It's like you get more of that smug out. And you're like, great. Uh, this scene is weird because there's a moment in the middle, in at the beginning of it, where we have a close-up on Dilton, mm-hmm. and that doesn't go anywhere. 
Yeah, no follow through. No, rack focus to Dilton Doily like you rack focus to cover girl. <laughs> I think they just want us to remember that he exists because he is in the party later. <laughs> yeah, no, he has a line in the party. Yeah. Like, hey, like, remember this dude? You saw him before. Just remember him. It's interesting that they didn't put him in, in the, the like, previously on. Yeah, they did. They yeah. didn't put his in the previous song, which would have been a sign like, oh. This He's is coming. coming up again. Instead, they put him actually in the episode as Cheryl walks into Pops and is like, huh. Which is like, maybe better storytelling? I don't know. Yeah, it's a different form of it. Yeah. Hey, uh, Aaron. Yeah, Kevin. What are you drinking tonight? Um, so tonight I'm going down a bit of a crazy spiral. My em- enemyons are like really rearing up. Those are words, yeah. <laughs> enemyons. 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 Enemyons are your negative. Edamami. <laughs> are your negative emotions that act as your enemies? There are often irrational emotions that are not based in fact or truth. Is this Harry Potter? No, I came up with it. Enemyons. Enemyons. Did you try to combine emotions and enemy? I tried to type emotions into my phone. And autocorrect, autocorrected it to enemyons. And I was like... Which means that's a real word somewhere. No, it's two words. What? I was like, this is not a word or phrase, but okay. That seems to describe what's going on in my heart and soul. Hey, Aaron, what are you drinking? Because you're drinking a lot of it. I'm drinking two beverages (laughs) because of my enemyons. All right. I'm having um, some Summersby elderflower lime-flavored cider. doesn't give me anything to read. No, I just see the um, the French word for aroma. Yeah. No, probably some coast aroma. Aromic cider. I don't know. Yeah. I also am drinking some coconut water, which is okay. I mean, it's coconut water. What do you expect? Well, I had a really, really good coconut water when I was in New York, and I did not take a picture of it. My friend just gave it to me, and I was like, this is delicious. Just trying to replicate it? So I'm trying to find it again. Like, good, good how? It was just delicious and pulpy. You know I like pulp. Sure. Yeah. No. Yeah. I can. So I thought this one might be the correct one because it's coconut water with pulp, not from concentrate, and it's the source of potassium. Good. It's okay. <laughs> Good. Good. Mm. Would you like some coconut water or some elderflower lime flavored cider to deal with your enemy on? I don't think I want either of those. Okay. All right. <laughs> Veronica um, d- disregards what everybody says and goes to tell the uh, the lawyer about Clifford. Yep, and the lawyer's like, that doesn't help me. Yeah, like, I don't understand her, I don't understand her thought process. It's like, oh, he put him in, he, re- he put him in jail, he revealed these things, and the lawyer's like, you know, he still did them. Yeah, he did the things, so. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like, it's like if you murder someone, and then you figure out who, like, told him that you murdered someone. It's like, oh, we can't go to jail anymore. Now we know who told you. <laughs> it's like, mm, That won't change. Nope, nope. Still did the thing. No, that won't change. That's that's not what guilty and not guilty is. It makes, Cliff, makes Clifford e- e- either, a, either a whistleblower or a jerk. <laughs> Unless, do you think it's being implied that the Blossoms framed the lodges i don't know hiram the way that hiram is acting does not make him seem like an innocent man in jail because guess what else hiram does in a connected scene that we can just talk about now (laughs) he writes writes veronica a letter on his letterhead that is typed out yeah it is a beautifully done letter that is a threat to his daughter and his wife yep that's like hey if you don't testify for me i am putting your mother in jail yeah love daddy (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah yeah she reads it out loud the lawyer the lawyer's like 
Dang. <laughs> I was like, I told you. This is rough. No, there's no way that he was framed for what he did. That's true. His actions, they're bad. Yeah, if it ends up being like, I was framed, turns out. It's like, yeah, but you're still a jerk. <laughs> you're the worst person. Such a bad dad. Such a bad man. Such a bad business owner. Yeah, well. It's party time! Well, we do we do have a, a nice little bit that, well, well, the party's being set up. Yep. Um, Jughead and Betty are going to the movies. Because that's what Jughead usually likes to do is a double yeah. feature. Uh, but now it's just him and Betty because yep. they're very, very comfortable referring to each other boyfriend and girlfriend. Yes. Yeah. Everyone. Everyone. Everyone does knows. It. Everyone's there. Yeah. No one cares. It's nice. Everyone's happy. Uh, mm-hmm. Betty might be a werewolf. Yeah, it's possible. She keeps referring to like a monster inside yeah, her. I'm like evil within. It's like hmm. Like when when Veronica said full dark, no stars, we assumed it was her. No, no, no. It's, it's it's Betty. 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 Betty is a werewolf. But she's a reverse werewolf who comes out only during the new moon, not the full moon. Sure. So that's not a reverse werewolf. That's just the werewolf mythology <laughs> is different in a... that world. Yeah. Yeah. But that explains full dark, no stars. Yeah. She comes out during the new moon. Sure. When it's full dark. Yeah. No that makes stars. sense. And I was a little worried they were going to break up, but they didn't. Uh, well, now we get the party. The party. The party. Where Archie is drunk on bourbon. Oh, already. Like, at, like the moment that he picked up that, that <laughs> alcohol, and he was wondering, like, what will this do to my robot insides? He started drinking. He was like, I should pour all of this inside me right now. I will say that I didn't catch that he was drunk until Jughead mentioned it. Yeah, because he's not acting drunk. No, no, no. Probably because he's a robot. It's true. It's it not affecting not affect him the same him. way. But Jughead smelt it because it's just sitting inside his, like, stomach receptacle. It's just like... Well, it's not going to get absorbed into it's his... It's true. So it's just, like, hanging out. It's hanging out in there. I do want to point out that also uh, Veronica does not know how to not dress for a party. <laughs> It's true. Like she comes in like it's an like it's an evening gala with like real high heels and a short little skirt and mm-hmm. one of those um, really trendy tank tops with like the laces down the front, so it shows a lot of cleave without being too. Like you know, she's showing an it censors- automatically. It has censorship bars. That's exactly. what it has. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh. Also in attendance at this party, Kevin. Yes. Ethel. Yes. And Joaquin. Yeah, it should be mentioned that I am absurdly happy that they kept Ethel around. Yes. Yes. Like, she didn't do that much in this episode, but that's fine. Because we now know that she is friends with them. <laughs> yeah, it's not that they're going to be like, you know, Veronica and Ethel, friends forever. And they always push her away. We don't we forgot to... about her. Let's not worry about this anymore. Because she's secretly pulling the string 75 years back. Yes, yes. <laughs> e- Ethel is Dorian Gray. Ethel, Ethel is a Dorian Gray. <laughs> Ethel is a Dorian Gray? <laughs> There's no other term for that. Exactly. She is a Dorian Gray. So I was absurdly happy that the teenagers are finally drinking. <laughs> I've been yeah. wondering where the drinking teenagers are. Yeah, um, though it's... We, do we want to skip over the fact that Betty's saying the creepiest version of Happy Birthday ever? And, and Jughead pointed it out? Yeah, she was like lit from below. <laughs> And, and and here's the thing. She was singing it. She, yeah. Like, you know, when you sing Happy Birthday, it's like, Happy, Happy Birthday to you. Happy Birthday. No, no. She, no was, she, was all she was like, Happy Birthday. No, but I'm doing it sexy. No, no. Like Marilyn Rose. She wasn't doing it no, sexy. No, no, no. But she, she was she, just singing yeah, it. Yeah, she was doing like if Adele sang Happy Birthday. Yes. Because she's putting in like valleys and dips. Like she's singing it as a song under lit and, and like really close up on her face. And the dog guy goes, that was horrifying. And I'm like, yeah, it was, Jughead. She's under lit because she's carrying the cake and the light of the candles is. <laughs> Which is like a hamburger gummy bear cake. Which <laughs> is pretty cute. Yeah. 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 Uh, so it's, um. 
Oh no, before we before that big thing happens, Archie's feelings are going to collide with Veronica's feelings. Oh, that's right. They're yeah. both having feels. And I'm like, they're gonna make out. Because Archie's sad because his dad is gone. So he's drunk. Yeah, and Veronica is always mildly drunk. Yeah. Because <laughs> she's Hermione Lodge's daughter. She <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> just gets like a contact drunk. Yeah, Hermione Hermione not, did not drink while Veronica was in the womb, but drunk, but drank a lot on either side, and it so, just like it just gestated her. in there. Yeah, <laughs> if, you, if Veronica always blows at least like a like a point zero three, it's like when you wear those fitness heart rate monitors, and you're like, yeah, yeah, it says I have a low heart rate. I just have a low resting heart rate. She's like that, but she has a certain <laughs> level of like resting alcoholism, and she has to carry like a special card around. Yeah, being like no blowing over for me is this amount. Yeah, but while this is going on, um. Jughead deals with what I can only describe and what we've described as birthday PTSD. Yep. Yeah. He's real upset because his birthdays were always very bad when he was growing up. And well, no, no, no. His dad his, is terrible. His thing was that throughout the rest of the year, like, his family life was not great. Mm-hmm. And then when a birthday would come around, they'd all pretend everything was okay. And it really weirded him out and made him feel, like, alone because it felt super, super fake to yeah. him. So, like, his reasoning is... Fair. It's fair, and it's and it's it's one of the things where it's well, well, what he's thinking is a reasonable, reasonable way of thinking. I don't feel against people trying to help him exactly because he should work through that. Yeah, um, and because his big thing this episode, and what we get a lot of in this episode is people being like, "Oh, I'm messed up." Because he mm-hmm. talks a lot about, like, like, oh, I'm wired differently, which I'm like, is he a ghost robot? Because we know 100% he's a ghost. It's yeah. true, but he could also be a robot. Who knows? He could, could be the ghost of a robot. Um, but yeah, no, he talks a lot about being an outsider and being a weirdo, and this is going to fall apart because he's so weird. Yeah. And I do really identify yeah. with that, because I think every teenager yeah. feels and, that way. And you know what? For a while, I'm like, this This party actually, like, if this party continued this way, I actually think it would have been fine. But then Cheryl and Chuck come up and, cha- well, Ch- Cheryl's chaotic neutraling. Chuck yep. is chaotic evil oh yeah yeah and moose is there too because he's like hey guys i'm your friend <laughs> and remember when i was a character in the first episode look i brought a keg look i'm still struggling with my sexuality i don't know who i am yet kevin can i please be at the party with you someone help me and archie is drunk and he's like yes bring in the yeah. kegs <laughs> archie who like his original plan i presume was to be like i'll make sure nothing goes bad is yeah. now like the 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 alcohol affects robots in very weird ways. <laughs> because he, cause he's like, yeah, put a keg in the bag and put a keg in the kitchen and we're going to party. Which, I've never felt this way before. Like, this makes no sense. I was in high school. I had lots and lots of small parties. At no point was the entire school like, yes, we need to crash this party of eight people. Well, remember how Cheryl has no friends? <laughs> so moving on. <laughs> FP shows up at the party to be the adult. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. He's <laughs> not like, a helpful adult. But, but like, here's the here's the thing that happened when he arrives. I feel like Jughead at that point is like absolutely conflicted. Like he does not know what to do because yes. he's like he's isn't like he's kind of happy that his dad is there, but he's also, also kind of upset because he's hiding out in the garage. Yeah. And FP, who I imagine at that point walked through the party and was like, "Uh, uh where's I'm, my son? I'm looking for my son." <laughs> I'm looking for my son. And he was like, I know where he is. I was in this room once. <laughs> yeah. So he brings Jughead a gift. And you know what? I'm actually kind of sad that we never see what, what is in the is. gift. Because yeah. I hope it's something thoughtful. Yeah. 
I hope it's deleted scene that will be on the DVDs. Yeah. Which I don't know where I'm going to buy because there's no more HMB. We, also, in the, though, in the same scene at the beginning, we do have a moment where Archie, in a very throwaway, and says, Val is here. Do you think she wants to get back together? And I'm oh, like, yeah. whoa, Robo Archie. <laughs> Calm down. Damn, the alcohol is like, it's doing something that alcohol, alcohol is like ecstasy to robots, apparently. Yeah, it's like an upper, not a depressant. Yeah, no, he's, he is, he's riding high. <laughs> <laughs> um, but really, FP is here. I mean, for the storyline, I think he's there because of Jughead. Yeah, and then for other the stuff. authors, he's like a tool so that now we can see FP interact with Joaquin. Yeah, yeah, Kevin, Kevin Joaquin and making out in the kitchen, <laughs> and then Kevin tries to invite Joaquin to Sweetwater River. You know, because last time he found a body there. That is the only place that he can sex. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, it makes it's, no sense. It's so funny. Like. <laughs> They have a talk where it's like, have you been there before? And he's been like, oh, a few times. He doesn't mention, like, have you been there before? Yeah. I found a body down there. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but, but you know, FP wants to go talk to Ju- uh, Joaquin. In the bedroom where Mrs. Cooper is watching them through yeah. binoculars. Yeah. How do, I assume she was reading her daughter's diary again. And then she saw the lights come in Archie's room. And was like, like, oh, maybe maybe that attractive <laughs> boy is there again. <laughs> She's like, oh, I need to get a closer look. Well, she has a, she knows there's a party going on over there. Maybe she's just been sitting, because only Betty's window faces that. She's True. just been sitting there for hours. Waiting to see something. Yeah, being like, we're fine what these teen drunks are up to. <laughs> Why didn't she storm over? Like, this could have ended very quickly when she looked over and saw Cheryl and was like, nope, not in my neighborhood. Yeah, like, everything we know about Miss <laughs> Cooper means the second she saw a party going on at the Andrews, she'd be like, all the cops get here now. Exactly. <laughs> Maybe Jerry, what? Sheriff Keller, well, get down here. <laughs> That's all of them. <laughs> the two of them. Do I need to bring my grappling hook? I'll yes. leave that up to you. <laughs> But once I think it was Andrews that she's trying. She did her face turn. She's trying mm. to be good, but she can't stop being crazy. <laughs> so she's like, so in her mind, she's like, no, I won't be that person. I won't. However, stop the party. I will spy on them. Perfect. Perfect. Um. So then Betty loves to sober clean, and she's cleaning up the party, which is thoughtful. Yeah. And um, Chuck smirks on at her and threatens her a bit about how she's bad, Betty. Yeah. So she slaps him. Cool. Yeah. Once again, says Dark You. Yeah. Yeah, refers to Dark Betty. Chuck is aware that something is going on with Betty. All, and <coughs> there's... With going with the idea of, like, information being handed out, we also do have a, have a moment where finally someone connects FP the dad to, <laughs> to the leader... Of the South Side Snakes. German, because Veronica finally sees him. Yep. And she's like, oh my god! Why is this snake here? And then Kevin's like, dude, that's Jughead's dad. You, he's, have you really not? Like, I, I are are you the here. only person who don't know that? <laughs> but do you not pay attention to anybody? Mm. <laughs> no, the answer is no. no. No, she does not. But the pieces are coming together. Yeah. So Jughead is the angstiest teen who ever angsted, and he fights with Betty some. Yeah, he sort of has a breakdown where he, um, where it's very clear that... Jughead's the way that Jughead deals with people is through film. Yes. Because like he he literally cannot understand how someone like him and someone like Betty can get along with each other because yeah. he's like like I I am the like you're the girl next door and I'm the And, and I'm the this there's you're going to get tired of me eventually and Betty's yeah. like 
What? Yeah, so so essentially Jughead gets his crazy out. Yep. Yeah, Which is good. He, Sometimes you just gotta yeah, throw your crazy sprays, on up. He sprays cra- crazy everywhere. But luckily he sprays it on Betty, who knows how to handle the crazy. Yeah, yeah, Betty yeah, Betty goes for a walk and Jughead being, you know, still a good person, like, I should probably go after her. Yeah, he's like, oh shoot. He's like, oh no. So he goes after her, but unfortunately he's interrupted. By uh, Archie finding Val. And being like, hey, you're at my party. You're at my house. Yeah, why did Val go there? Why did Val go there? I mean, she's looking for Melody. But why not did... Not Josie. Because Josie's not a character. Josie's not a main character. But, like, why did she go to a party at his house? You don't go to a party at your ex-boyfriend's house, like, three days after you break up. Yeah, as far as we know, they broke up the day before. Like, Valerie, did you not think this was going to happen? Yeah. Yeah, Val continues to reinforce... Like, uh, like points that we don't know anything about. Know anything about? It's like, oh, you were this and this and this, and I'm like, he did not appear that way mm-hmm. because once again, it's TV. Like we see Chuck being the the worst. Yeah, Chuck. Chuck and is the worst. We see Jughead being an angsty teen. He tells yeah. us he's an angsty teen, but we see it. Yeah, but yeah. So yeah, um, but, but this this ends with um. <laughs> Archie has had too much alcohol because smash hard cut to him in his room as the world spins around him. <laughs> yeah. And he drunk dials his father. Yeah. Yeah. The alcohol has reached his, his robo components. And they are shorting out. Yeah. And you're like, I must call, must call my, must call the person, must call <gasps> my creator. He must per- repair me. Fa- flesh father. <laughs> Please, I am infected. I have virus. <laughs> Did you he... drink again? <laughs> I don't, maybe. <laughs> I don't, please don't, don't break up with Flesh Mother. <laughs> Fred Andrew's like, oh, crap. <laughs> uh, all right. Archie, here's the password you have to type into your packs. <laughs> this will shut you down for a little bit. Because he types the password on in, and then... Immediately after the commercial break, he's okay. Yeah, yeah. So okay that he's able to get locked into his home. Okay, Jughead tries to leave the party, which apparently erates the ire of Cheryl and Chuck. Who, why? (laughs) Yeah, why do they not want him to leave? Why do they have nothing against Jughead? Jughead has done so little to both of them. But Mm -hmm. him leaving prompts him to be like, no, no one can leave. And then they... Lock the door, because it's time to start the game. And the game is everyone sits around and talks. <laughs> and shouts truths at each other. Which is not like... like you not you, a game. You said you thought the eyes of the thought they're going to play seven minutes in heaven again. <laughs> you said you thought they were going to do truth and dare. They Truth or dare. They don't. They just sit down and yell truths at each other. And I don't understand why this is a thing. You know how you solve this problem? Leave. Everyone's... <laughs> leave. You unlock the door. You got the bat. You do anything. If, if, Everyone just talked to each other instead of listening to Cheryl and Chuck. They very calmly just like all took a seat yep. in the living room and were like, now it's time to talk about secrets. And so all the secrets that we know have come, all come out. Yeah. Veronica accuses Cheryl of twin cest. <laughs> Dilton Doily reveals his only secret, which is that he saw Archie and Grundy. Yeah, Dilton Doily's like, I want to be involved. I want to be involved. <laughs> Then, um, oh, Betty hang, said, hang on, hang on. Uh, we should start with that, that Cheryl mentions about the drive-in. Oh, yeah. I don't know how she knows. Yeah. I don't know how she knows that Hiram... Paid off. Because her dad doesn't seem to know. Yeah, I'm not sure where she garnered that information. Unless well, the only person, she okay. followed Veronica and we didn't see it happen. Like, 
because she knows that law that that uh, Hermione was paying something to the serpents, but she wasn't connected to that anymore. Yeah, and she doesn't know that she would like either. Either she made the biggest leap. In history well, now of logic. Now that Luke Perry Andrews knows that the Lodges own the land, did he just go public with that information? No, but they have to keep it a... S- yeah, oh. no, it's hardborn. It's hardborn. He doesn't want... But um, Daddy Blossom knows that the Lodges own the land. He does now? Didn't he? He didn't before. Remember, because remember, every time he was talking to... Um, oh, he was saying your boss. That's your right. Your boss, your boss. He just doesn't, doesn't like someone has it. I don't maybe know. Maybe Luke Perry Andrews went public? Yeah, maybe. We That's, didn't see it. We That's didn't the see problem. It. I don't know how Cheryl knows. Yeah, anyway, so Cheryl reveals that. Veronica does the twin cess thing. Dildon Doily reveals about Grundy. Dildon Doily wants to be involved. So he's like, Archie was at the river, and also Miss Grundy no, was at the river. He doesn't mention, Ar- I don't know how Archie got in that. Maybe he's maybe At the was- end, he says, and Archie was at the river. And then everyone's like, oh, yeah. and, snap. And a- Yeah, and after I told them Miss Grundy left town... Uh, and then every, then everyone leaps to the conclusion. Yeah. Everyone's in the right conclusion. And then Archie's sad. That, that you know, Archie was having sex with Miss Grundy. Uh, Chuck taunts Archie. Jughead punches Chuck and then immediately remembers that Chuck is a much bigger man. Yep. And then FP punches <laughs> Chuck. And then an adult comes in. Yep. And he deals with it in, like, not the most adult way, but he punches Chuck. He throws all the teenagers out of the house and he's like, that's it. Get yeah. out. Oh, yeah. Turns out that locked door does not stop anyone. No, because FP throws Chuck right out of that house. I like the of FP just being like, what, <laughs> what is happening? going on? He's like, I went out back for one cigarette, <laughs> and now you guys are playing some weird truth game. That's what teens do now. The front door is locked. Joaquin, what is happening? Joaquin, tell me what's happening here. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so um, then Jughead tries to run away. And because Luke Perry Andrews is out of town, FP has to pick up the good dad mantle. Well, it's because FP does not want Jughead to become FP. Exactly. So he's like, no, don't walk away. You've got a good thing here. You have a girl who loves you. Work out your angst. And Jughead goes, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> like, and oh. and go and goes to do it. Like, yeah. He does it angrily, but mm-hmm. he, he's doing it. All you need is a dad to tell you what's up. Yeah. And now Miss Cooper makes her way to the party. <laughs> After all the teens got kicked out. Yeah. And um, and because, you know, FP is a pun machine, uh, <laughs> I think alludes to the fact that she used to be a serpent. Yeah, I think so, too. She's from the south side of town, mm-hmm. the bad side. And a snake can't shed its skin so easily. And I'm like, yes, it does, all the time. <laughs> like, continually. That's what snakes are known for. That's the point of snakes. <laughs> snakes shed... I mean, they're supposed to be like, they shed their skin, but they're still snakes <laughs> Maybe. In the end. They still look the same, even but, though they shed their skin? They shed their skin very, like, all the time. Yeah. That's what they do. But, uh, good work, FP. Yeah. So then we see Jughead and Betty hanging out in Pop Tates, and yeah. Jughead does not have his hat on. Yeah, Jughead and Betty were, oh yeah, Jughead did have a line where he mentioned that, so, um... Have you ever seen me not wearing this hat? That's weird. That's weird! <laughs> it's like I'm a TV character. So he takes it off. Um, but they work through their problems. Like, no yeah. one on TV has ever, ever done, before. done before. They talk about things, and then they hug, and then they're okay. Yeah. B- Betty reveals that, sh- that you know, she's a she's a werewolf. Yeah, she shows her hands to him. <laughs> shows her hands to him. And he's like, I I know. I have seen your hands <laughs> I've before. I've seen your hands before. We, I just didn't ask. For several weeks. <laughs> I assume they were your nails. Yeah. <laughs> These are things I assume. I assumed um, you were... 
he constantly refers to himself as a robot. I think it's because Archie is a robot that he's Jack- like, I could refer to him. I, like, he knows the lingo. So he's like, I'm wired wrong. My programming is weird. He's picked it up. I think he's just a ghost. He is. A, yeah, I don't think he's a robot. I think yeah. he's a ghost. He's just, he's just a ghost. And Clearly. The show is about the friendship between a ghost and a robot. Yes, it is. <laughs> is this a show for the friendship between a ghost, a robot, a werewolf, and Veronica? <laughs> <laughs> who is the only character who we have not ascribed any supernatural attributes to. Because she's Veronica. Because she's Veronica. Because she's rich. Because she's rich. So then Veronica Lodge actually gives Archie some pretty good advice. Yeah, they, they have a heart-to-heart, which I guess is bonding. I thought it was actually kind of sweet. Yeah, Archie nice was like, I wreck everything. And Veronica's like, dude, we all wreck things yeah. all the time. Yeah. It's okay. Veronica has a moment of, like, crystallization. Yeah. And she's like, I could be a better person. And then they have a long stare, and you're like... And now they're going to kiss. And now they're going to make out. And And I was okay with it. I was not... No. The music was very dramatic, though. I was supposed to feel more about it than I did. Yeah. They they put in this, like, deep and dark music. And I'm like, why? He's not seeing anyone. Yeah, she's She's not not seeing seeing anyone. anyone. In fact, they don't seem all that... No one likes either of them. This would be weirder if their parents were still dating, but they're not. It's fine. It's all good. Yeah. There's not really, like, anything dark about it. Other, other than the fact that, like, you see it coming from a mile away. Yeah. And, and it doesn't really... And nothing really leads up to it. Like, the Betty and Jughead one led up to it very well. Yeah. Even the Val and Archie one led up to it very well. And this, this one is like, we're here. It's like they remembered. Yeah. Hey, yeah. we liked each other once. So then the next day, she wakes up in his bed, and maybe we're supposed to be scandalized, except that it's super obvious that yeah. they didn't do anything. She's still wearing her dress. He's lying on the on, on Jughead's bed on the ground. <laughs> With his shirt off. He got too hot. Yeah. He's also lying on top of his sleeping sleeping bag. Yeah, yeah, no. So he just, like, took his shirt off and lied down, spread out. And so she does not stay to help clean. No, she, she goes, just sneaks on out. She goes as if her jughead is just sitting on a chair, looking at her, looking at her. Well, he's, he has coffee in his hands. Like, <laughs> oh, I didn't realize. I don't sleep. <laughs> I'm a ghost. I'm a ghost. And she's like, "That's cool. I'm gonna go home." And he's like, "All right, I'm a ghost home." <laughs> no, no, quiet, Ver- no, Ver- you can't do that, Veronica. No, Veronica. That's our word. <laughs> uh, but. Because someone was nice to her, uh, Betty talk has a talk with Smithers. Veronica has a talk Sorry, with Smithers. Sorry, Veronica has a talk with Smithers. She asked him some real loaded questions in the <laughs> lobby of the apartment building. Because he's the doorman? I guess. Because they're the only people who live there. Yeah, they own the entire apartment building. Uh, yeah, so she's like, hey, you like my parents, right? Or you've, you've worked for my parents for a long oh. time or something? He's like, yep. And then she's like, is my dad a good person? And he's like... I plead the fifth. And yeah, he's like, I'd rather not, which means no. <laughs> which means <laughs> and I she's like, not. is my mom? And he's like, she's the best person I know. <laughs> she gives me food. And Veronica's like, all right, I'm going to testify. Yeah, Veronica decides to testify, but for her mom. Yes, exactly. Yes. To see how great her, her parents are. Yeah. And I think the nice thing about this scene is that, as far as we know, because we didn't see much of Hermione in this episode, mm-hmm. but... Hermione doesn't realize what Veronica's doing for her. Exactly. Which is, which is kinda, nice. Yeah, it's nice. Veronica didn't go out trying to find, trying to get, like, recognition. Exactly. She's just going to do it. Yeah. So then Jughead sits and eats an entire cake for breakfast while Archie cleans up. And Jughead is not going to help because he did not want the party. 
<laughs> yeah, it's like, this is your punishment. You did this. You got drunk, let those people into our house. Now you're you gonna cl- You're going to clean it up, sweaty robot man. Essentially, Jughead is the parent in the situation. <laughs> so he eats cake. and Yeah, the parent. So the parent eats cake while the child cleans the house. Like parents do. When your child has a party while you're out of town, yes. <laughs> I'm going to eat my, I'm going to eat this cake. You're going to clean and think about what you did. Yum, yum. <laughs> and then Jughead tells Archie that he's not going to tell anyone about Veronica because he's never telling anyone anything again, ever. <laughs> except for Betty, I assume. And I was like, except for his tell-all book. <laughs> yeah, which he's writing right, right now. now. But all right. Yeah. Uh, Miss um, Cooper brings Betty breakfast. Yep, and um, aspirin, because she assumes she has a headache yep. from the beer. Yep. And um, Alice thinks it's suspicious that Joaquin is dating Kevin. And we're like... Oh, this, this town is small, but it's not that small. And I'm like, the gay community in the town is much smaller. Yeah, he doesn't have that many people he can date, Alice, and, but all right. And also, as far as we know, there's one gay club. Mm-hmm. So even if you don't assume that they met at the drive-in, they might have met at the... One gay club. Exactly. Which presumably is Kevin, Joaquin, Moose. <laughs> and a bunch of girls being like, gay best friend! And a bunch ah! of girls. <laughs> All right. Um, so Veronica is... Wait, Veronica also brings Betty breakfast. Yep. And <laughs> Betty Betty's has like, two breakfasts today. The last time you bought me baked goods was when you kissed Archie. And then I'm not sure if they're just not going to tell Betty or if Veronica's like, uh-huh. And Betty's like, mm <laughs> Well, I think it was very much this. This is a lodge thing, yeah. Because um, you know, Veronica's very big with the lodges. When she beats Cheryl, she's like, "Don't mess with the lodge." And I'm like, "Why do you hate Cheryl now?" Um, but this is the moment where Veronica's mind separates from the back of her head, and she's like, "Ah, uh, like, oh, shoot! Don't worry about it. Sit down." And then she's like, I want to help with the investigation. Yeah, now Veronica's in on the plot. Because it relates to her. <laughs> Ten episodes <laughs> in. She's like, hey, you know the thing you're all doing? Can I be in? May, may I also teen detect? Now I, I got a subscription to Teen Sleuthster. Did you know they have a subscription? <laughs> That's how you get onto it. <laughs> you, can, you can get a month for five ninety nine or a full year for like thirty ninety nine. It's a great deal. I live for the full year. <laughs> I assume we're gonna be working on this for a long time, not three more episodes. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> and then and then Hang on. Veronica gets new pearls. Oh yeah, Veronica gets new pearls from her dad. Yeah. But then Okay yeah. More voiceover. Mrs. Andrews walks yes. in. Molly yes, Ring yes, Molly yes. Ringwald Andrews. Molly Ringwald Andrews walks back into the house. Yes. And, Finally. Uh, after Archie cleaned it all up. So his party will never be told about. <laughs> Except the fact that he called I mean, all Fred knew that was that he was like, did you just get drunk by yourself? I'm alone. I just like, it was an accident. I just, thought it was maple syrup. <laughs> Everything in this town is maple syrup. <laughs> Everyone cares about it so much. It's dumb. It's just sap from trees. I drank all of it. And Fred's like, no, that was bourbon, buddy. Are we Canadian? No, we're probably in like Maine somewhere. New England? Maybe New England. But look, I don't know where we are. <laughs> But we're not in Canada. <laughs> but could we be? It might be filmed in Canada. It's no, we filmed definitely in Vancouver. Filmed in Canada. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, we were filmed in Canada, but we're not set in Canada. That's confusing. This is a really meta conversation we're having, Archie. <laughs> How about you go to sleep? Remember, type in the passcode to your chest. 
The passcode is it's eight zero zero eight S. It spells boobs. Eight zero zero eight S. Five. Five. Oh, Luke Barry Andrews is also a little bit drunk. <laughs> yeah, he's like, sorry, Archie. I also had some bourbon. <laughs> Look, we're all drunk here right now. <laughs> I'm gonna see your mom tomorrow. <laughs> hey, Aaron. Yes, Kevin. Did you find yourself a uh, CW moment in this episode? I sure did. For those of you listening, a CW moment is the moment where drama overrides logic and sense. And my CW moment is when Buddy has her flashback to herself. (laughs) Because they don't really have enough. I assume they don't have, like, Chuck was not that bad in that episode. What we saw. We were, had a lot of his actions described to us, but what he actually did that we saw was not that terrible. Also, so there was no footage to flashback to. And also what he actually did was to Veronica exactly. and the other girls. Not Betty to was Betty. Just, like, so if she didn't flashback to herself, we just have a bunch of flashbacks of like the book. <laughs> or or Ethel being like, it's terrible. Pause. Pause. <laughs> flashback to the book. <laughs> <laughs> so that is my CW moment. <laughs> Kevin, did you find yourself a CW moment? Yeah, his entire damn dance off <laughs> like that entire bit was literally to create drama mm-hmm. it was because like cheryl who she likes and who she doesn't like is so fluid but they always try these weird half-handed ways to make who she is currently like again being chaotic against makes sense and in this one it's like if you think of the sequence of, of events hermione tells um, Veronica. Veronica. Not to follow up not, with the Blossoms. Yeah. And before the moment, Veronica's like, oh, uh, Clifford Blossom, I'd put my dad in jail. And you do yeah. something. Like, Don't follow the Blossoms. Because Cheryl. Veronica goes in. As far as we can remember, before this moment, full cylinders firing. Yeah, she's full. Dark, no stars. Yeah. <laughs> and then, then solves this thing with a dance-off, which makes no sense. And then they've she... all seen both of them dance before. And she's not mad at Cheryl. After this, like the dance off actually does solve her issue. Yeah, her personal issue. But it may but it's so that Cheryl and Chuck can do their weird thing at the end. Yeah. We talked about this. They they set up earlier that Chuck was like Chuck gave good 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 yeah. deep doom and gloom. It's a disaster that they did this because yeah. they didn't know there'd be a reckoning. Yeah, but all all Chuck does is be a jerk for a while and get punched by an adult. So, there must be more reckoning coming. Assumingly Chuck's going to smirk his way into more scenes. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, if you want some more of this, um next week there is not going to be a Riverdale episode no. because Riverdale hates us. Yeah. Um, so we're going to be kicking off what's going to be our summer season, and we are going to watch the first episode of The O.C. Yes. Well, so if you love teenagers drinking, if you love rich people, if you love right, white guy crime, if you love Riverdale, you will love The O.C. If there's one thing that people love in 2017, it's teens drinking, white guy crime, <laughs> and rich people. <laughs> I am literally describing the cause of all of the issues in the United States. <laughs> so if you want to have some goofs, follow along with us. Yeah. Um, watch the first episode of The O.C. I know it's on your American Netflix. Otherwise, you can find The O.C. everywhere. It's a pretty old show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Watch it with us. <laughs> uh, you can also interact with us online. We are on Instagram as Podcast Moa, Podcast M-O-A. We're on Facebook with the same handle. Are we on Facebook? Nope. I'm in Twitter. Twitter. Yeah, we don't have a Facebook page right now. 
But if you want to make us a Facebook page, we'll interact with you a lot. <laughs> or if you want one, you can ask us. Yeah, we can make it too. Send us a Twitter being like, hey, I want Facebook. Um, you can also email us, podcastmoa, M-O-A, at gmail.com. I check it, like, pretty regularly, and yeah. I never have any emails, so then I'm sad and don't want to check it anymore. <laughs> so, like, give us some emails. We might say your name on the podcast, like Haley, who sent us our one and only fan mail that we talked about a couple weeks ago. <laughs> yes, yes. Haley. You, you can be just like her. Just like Haley. Just like Haley. Was Miss Cooper a Southside serpent? What other chaos will Chuck cause? How will Miss Andrews ruin everything? For answers to all this and more, join us next week on Mystery Outsiders and Abs. A teen drama fan cast?